You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another Locked on ACC show. So glad to have you here for yet another good time and a vibe. All right. So if you have not yet, make sure you join Locked on NFL Draft host Trevor Sikama and Benjamin Solak for recaps and analysis of the 2021 NFL Draft and look ahead at next year's future first round picks. Follow the Locked on NFL Draft podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Today's show is going to be all about some College World Series because clearly it was a scandal. It was a lot of things going on. We know that none of our ACC teams ended up making it in the finals, but for interesting reasons. We got locked on Wolfpack host here, Kenton Gibbs, to talk to me about the whole situation, a lot going on. Kenton, thanks for joining me. Hope you had a decent weekend. There is no decency in this world. Therefore, I did not have a decent weekend. I don't really understand how we got there, but all right. We got there because we've been hoodwinked, bamboozled, run amok, and led astray by the NCAA. Well, we're going to talk about the whole thing and how we really just got to the point where NC State unfortunately had to exit due to COVID protocols. We had a lot of speculation, we had a lot of confirmation, we had a lot of all things going on. So we're just going to get down to the bottom of it, the root of the situation. So as you know, the College World Series were sparking off. You had Texas out there, Mississippi State, Virginia, NC State, Vanderbilt, all trying to find their spots into the College World Series national championship game nc state had beat vanderbilt one time they unfortunately and then they were looking themselves one win away from getting into the college world series finals but then news broke out at 2 a.m in the morning from the ncaa that there were some covid protocol issues and that a couple people had tested positive and there were also some unvaccinated people so NC State was left with 13 players to perform against a Vanderbilt team. And mind you, they almost beat them jokers. So it was a lot for that Pac-13 to get it done. Unfortunately, they were unable to. But then after that game, there was speculation about whether or not they'd be able to play another one to try and see if they were going to be officially eliminated. And that never came to play. And NC State, unfortunately, ended their season. So can we talk about the game situation first? How much did you feel like, okay, we actually have a shot if we can beat these Vanderbilt people? Did you think that their, yes, protocol was in place, COVID issues were happening, but did you really imagine them not allowing them to finish out this World Series? I did not for a plethora of reasons. Number one, there were 27 players to travel. Six tested positive. There were 27 players that traveled and of the 27, six tested positive. How does six somehow eliminate 27? Even if we're talking protocols, this is flatly a mockery of it's it's a mockery of their own protocols because how do you have these protocols in place saying, oh, if a player tests positive, we have to go in contact tracing, we have to do all this and that. Okay, sure, fine. 
But then why are you tweeting out that there are over 21,000 people in the stadium and also having no restrictions on interactions between players and fans? Fans were in there drinking alcohol out of shoes. Well, let that sit on you for a second. Drinking alcohol out of shotgunning beers out of a shoe. And you're telling me that the players can interact with those fans who have had no testing, who have had nothing along the lines of making sure that they're not even the temperature checks, which we know are barely effective. Crammed in there, 21,000 deep like sardines, and they can interact with the players. But you're telling me that the idea that we test these players and say, you know what, even if you have been in close contact recently, if you've tested negative multiple times, which the parents said that they tested five, six times, and a lot of them came back negative. The traveling party that went home, that took the final picture at Omaha, there were 21 players that were allowed to do so and go home. So it's, it is it is what it is, but it, everything about this is fishy, and it just it looks very ugly. And this will be one of the seminal moments in why the NCAA is uh, knocked off its high horse as it currently stands in a few years. This will People will look back and say, this is a moment. So going back to my point of asking about the actual game, having 13 people only available, how difficult was that for NC State to take on? Well, it was very difficult, but Sam Heifel, a.k.a. Sohei Otani Jr., goes three for four from the plate. In his first four at-bats of the year against Leiter, a pitcher who the analysts could not stop drooling over. They couldn't stop. And rightfully so. He's a bad boy. He deserves all the credit in the world. But the fact of the matter was, as difficult as that game was, there were multiple moments where NC State had the opportunity to win it. There was a time where we were down 3-1 in the seventh, and there were bases loaded for Luca Tresh, who is one of our regular guys. And if he just gets a decent contact there, we could be talking about, oh, Mississippi State is the national champs. Already? Well, I think it's difficult, honestly. We don't really understand what players have to go through the emotional roller coaster. Already you get your season in 2020 canceled. And then 2021, you work everything for this opportunity, this moment to play in the College World Series, potentially get to the finals and win a national championship for a team that started out one and eight in the ACC. And to have that taken away out of your own power for yet a second year in a row has to be gut-wrenching. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. These young men are in a situation where um, this this thing was taken away from them. And there is always the the bottom line of get vaccinated, avoid all this. Sure. Sure. The, the buck starts and stops there. However, there's a lot of stuff in between by the NCAA that are clear improprieties, that are clear moments where you say, this does not add up. This is not up to snuff. And again, I'm not talking about what the players and their families are tweeting right now or are posting on Facebook or whatever right now. I'm not talking about that. Even if I pretend that each and every one of them is an illegitimate source. Again, if we go back to Kendall Rogers said he did three hours of digging into this and into talking to both um, both NC State and NCA officials. And even his explanation of this, it's, there are holes in here that's just like, huh? 
doesn't exactly make sense. So it, this, these players have all talked about how devastated they are, and I can feel it for them. Okay, but here's my thing that I think still will forever be weird. If you didn't actually win the championship, don't make championship t-shirts or you don't then require people to be like, oh, we should play for X, Y, Z. Like, I understand that, but don't you think that takes away from the teams that are actually, that they had nothing to do with it. Like the, the, the enemy is the NCAA. It's not the other teams. What could they do? It is the whole idea of saying, hey, we're the national champs has nothing to do with Vanderbilt or uh, Mississippi State. Shout out to both of those teams, and, and respectively, it's, they've, they've done well all year. They've done what they had to do to get here, um, some less than others because of the elimination. But the fact of the matter is, I liken this to UCF calling themselves the national champions in, what was it, 2016 or 17, when they went undefeated and beat the Auburn team that beat both Alabama and Georgia, who ended up playing the national championship. And so they called themselves the national champs. I have no problem with it because they weren't given a fair shot. They weren't given a fair shake at becoming national champs. And people love to say, well, that UCF team would have got blown out and Auburn had rested all these players. That UCF team could only play who was in front of them. They won all of their games by an average of three touchdowns. And they were decided to be left out of the playoff for teams who have multiple losses, who, sure, you could say they're better than them. But if it is just about who's better and not who actually wins their games, then you'll see the same two, three teams in there every year. I agree. But I still think at the end of the day, it's weird to crown yourself self-proclaimed national champions when you haven't, in fact, participated in a national championship event. There are a lot of things for a lot of people that passes somebody's litmus test, doesn't pass other folks' litmus test. I understand people's hesitation or um, them being like, yeah, that's weird, bro. Knock it off. I get that. But as an athlete, as a former athlete, looking at this situation, imagine if how many people were, were on a swimming team when you were back when you were rolling at uh, UNC? Women, 30. 30. Okay. So six of 27, uh, that's about three of seven. So that's a little under, uh, a little under half. Yeah. That, no, that's not a little under half. That's long story short. Imagine if they would have canceled y'all season for six players. Imagine if y'all are in a national championship. And they're saying, oh, uh, we know that y'all are at nationals, but six players tested positive. We don't care if all of you test negative. We we can't do it. Oh, the, the contact tracing is going to be impossible to get a decent amount of players back. Sorry. I'll answer that after this. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at betonline.ag. Get all the news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, and NHL. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their run into playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Please use promo code LOCKEDON.
So we're here today talking about the College World Series and NC State's peculiar exit to the bad boy. And obviously, you know, at the end of the day, they're not in national champions, but they had a great hard fought season. Making a transition, talking about the NCAA as a whole, a lot of poked holes in stories, issues, what have you. There were teams, there were you know stories out there that guys were having to take the bus back. They couldn't fly home, just brought a lot of bad, negative attention. But this is not the first time the NCAA has had issues. There was times when there were golf courses that were soaked that they canceled the women's golf tournament, national championship tournament. You know, they've had instances where, you know, certain players couldn't participate or coaches couldn't go to championship games because of positive positive test. And it's still, to me, the bigger, grander issue for me personally is we're rushing back a pandemic that has not yet subsided, which I, you know, have very mixed emotions about, but I do don't see how the NCAA in one breath can say, oh, we're following protocols, but in the next breath under trying just money grab and get 20 plus fans in stands for almost every single game. It doesn't make sense. And it's not, not only is it nonsensical, but it's almost like disappointing in the slap in the face of the people that you continuously tell that they have to be free laborers. Exactly. Exactly. This whole situation has been from the top to the bottom, just a rotten, stinking, filthy mess. The announcement came out at two in the morning. There was no press conference. There was no explanation from the NCAA. There was nothing. Still to this day, I have not heard one NCAA official as uh, going on record or being recorded or speaking out loud about, hey, this is what happened. This is how it happened. This is why it happened. That is pathetic. If you are a governing body that is in charge of being over all of these things, one of the most basic tenets of success in a leader, one of the most basic tenets of success, period, is clear communication. When you're working with multiple parties, multiple groups of people, clear communication. And I think that's one thing that NCAA time and time again has proven themselves unworthy of. They had they cannot deliver when it comes to clear communication. I think it also shows the politics of what this all is. Because if you're telling me that Vanderbilt was in the same situation, we would be going through this. I just don't think so, right? Like we assume like an Alabama team would never go through this at a college football playoff. Oh, absolutely not. I think there's a hierarchy absolutely. when it comes to certain sports and who has a more historical run at things, and that's why there's been such issue with all of this. I'll tell you what. Look at all the teams whose seasons were ended. Look at all the teams. Look at all of the sports where games were canceled because of rain or because of something like that. Look at all of them. Tell me which ones are the revenue generators. Football has seen just as bad weather. What did they do? Oh, we're gonna push it back. We're gonna find a way. We're gonna we're gonna work it. We're gonna work a way around this. Football has seen just as many COVID cases. Football has seen fans storm the field. And you know the craziest part about uh, Notre Dame storming the field when Clemson played them. Clemson had multiple players in, in COVID protocol when that happened. So even if we're assuming. Oh, Notre Dame did everything that they could. They did everything correctly. At best case scenario, we're assuming that you uh, exposed Notre Dame fans to the risk of catching COVID from the players who had it. Knock it off. Knock it off. Yeah, that's tough. And I think that ultimately we play this game of NCAA doesn't have favorites, but they showed themselves, you know, otherwise many, many times before. But 
I don't understand why for college football playoffs, they said flat out, hey, if anybody tests positive, we're going to move this back a week and we will ensure that this game happens. For College World Series in Omaha, that's one of their major you know, revenue for the entire city for that week or however long the whole tournament is. Why would you not put that in place for the baseball situation? It, again, like we've already talked about, it is very simple. It's all about that bottom line. And how much does moving around or helping help or adjusting for certain teams help or hurt your bottom line? Because like the NCAA said, for example, and this is going back to the lack of transparency, the NCAA says we followed the county's health and, and safety guidelines in removing NC State. What were the health and safety guidelines about fans? Let's hear that health and safety guideline. Come on. Don't be shy. Follow, if you're going to follow the guidelines, follow all the guidelines, big head. Don't follow the two that you like. And it's, oh, I don't know about the other ones. It's a lot more difficult, though, to regulate. It's a lot more difficult to regulate fans than it is to regulate, I guess, teams. You're absolutely right. But did you know, fun fact that Kendall Rogers dropped in his article about what had happened here, there have been welcoming committees from almost every team and send off committees from almost every team being in close contact with these players. So yeah, you can't regulate all the fans. That's yeah, sure. That's a much grander task. These teams having welcoming committee, folks who are waiting for them at the hotel to dap them up, how to walk a champion style thing for them. That's allowed, but somehow we're talking about six players cancels 27. So to me, it's half as normalcy. I think there's a bigger issue here. Like we need the money that so we're just going to make, you know, fake it till you make it. If you get it, you gamble. I do think NT State gamble a little bit. I will not, you know, go without saying at the end of the day, if you knew in order to get a national championship, all you had to do is take a two shots and you on your way, shot me up, shot a clock. Like let's get, do what we got to do. I'm not going to take the risk if I know I want to play but I understand everyone has their rhyme and reasons for everything. But to me, it just seems like this all could have been avoided. But is there an actual curse on NC State? Eh, I don't know. Is there an actual curse on teams that are not the highest generate? I don't know. Like, I, I very seriously find it hard because a lot of people, we all talk about we love the Cinderella stories. We love the good things during March Madness and what have you. And those aren't like I'm sure if Loyola, what is it, Loyola Chicago got COVID, we wouldn't kick those guys out of the tournament because we love a good story. Again, it is all about not only who makes the money, but what sports make the money. Because like they, like you said, there were preparations for the college football playoff. We will move this back. We will move this around. This is what we do if somebody goes in the protocol. This is what we do if a certain amount of team goes in the protocol. Before baseball, no such thing existed. And like you said, it's the half-ass normalcy. The fact of the matter is, I am just like many people who say, hey, Dude, just get vaccinated. I don't care what's going on. Just get back. Sure. But one mistake, one misstep, one moment of not moving perfectly does not grant others the right to completely take advantage, to completely uh, to completely strip away your dreams, to completely have a situation where they have control over your autonomy and ability to go and do. That's not how that works. I can't say I disagree. So now we just figure out where do we go from here. But first, what's your favorite Bilt Bar flavor? Did you know that Bilt Bar has nine delicious flavors 
the plus the occasional limited time flavor. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, you're definitely passionate about their faves. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, you're missing out. So there's something literally for everyone. Know what my favorite flavor is? Definitely has to be that mint brownie. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bars more... Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. Order yours today. Make sure you use that promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com or you can follow them at bar underscore built so you can keep up with all the latest days, a few bracket challenges in there, a kind of World Series thing going on. You never know what Built Bar is ready to provide for you. So make sure you guys check that out at BuiltBar.com. today's show trying to figure out just where do we go from here right we all know the NCAA is pretty much on the way out they are trying to say they're coming out with NIL policies and trying to get ahead of things that they're clearly been behind for years and to me you're just exposing yourself time and time again and eventually what is going to be the thing that finally makes it crumble at the end of the day the NCAA is is uh there's there's a story that coach Doran told us about um pounding a rock and how a rock doesn't break on the first strike. For those of you who don't know, Coach Doran, NC State head football coach. It it breaks on the, it may break on a hundred strike. It may break on a thousand. And when somebody sees the blow that breaks it, they believe, oh, look, this final blow was the one that broke it. But in reality, the rock had been chipped and fractured and and you started to get a little weaker and a little weaker and a little weaker and a little weaker and a little weaker. And then there was a, a final blow that made the thing shatter. That's going to be the same case with the NCAA. Slowly but surely, people are going to stop this overreach and this, this blatant uh, abuse of power. Slowly but surely. So was NC State the ugly stepchild in this situation where they just that they it was going to be somebody else if it not NC State? Uh, here's the thing. I don't. This is why I keep telling people stop trying to get your laughs off at NC State's expense because it's not about the school in this case. I think it's more so about the sport. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, everybody listening to this right now, I'm I'm six two. At my at the peak of my physical prowess, I was 290 pounds and could bench well over my body weight, squat nearly two times it. All of you are not that. All of the athletes at your school are not that. The wonderful host of this show, Candace Cooper, an Olympian, a Olympic trial member, is not that. And that's just the facts. Do I think that Candace and people of her ilk should have their seasons canceled at the whim of the NCAA? No. She's a Tar Heel. I'm a Wolfpacker. Do would I ever laugh and cheer it? <laughs> Look at that. No, your team didn't get back to that. <laughs> oh wow, I'm smart. No, this is this is a situation that everybody needs to be taking heed to because again, it'll be one of your teams. It'll be whatever your favorite sport is that's not football. It'll be that. Who knows? It could be track. I mean, I would rather my team get screwed in this kind of situation than have, like, you know, a 20-year scandal by academics. Like, let's keep that a ban. So I don't know anybody who would, like, genuinely make fun of this scenario. Well, I, here's here's my thing about this this thing, right? The, the way that this happened, 
to me, it shouldn't even be viewed as a scandal on NC State's part. Mm -hmm. But if we were to say like, hey, how does this work? I Or what, how would you put this on the scale of scandals? I would say very simply, there are very few scandals in the NCAA where the team comes out looking like the hero. And this is one of those. The team came out looking like the hero? Absolutely. People are calling NC State uh, and Pac-9 slash Pac-13 America's team. The folks in Omaha, hey, hey, listen, the (laughs) folks in Omaha, the folks in Omaha are saying that they felt like the hometown team. They felt like the team that resonated the most with that community. And so when I am looking at a situation of which which story would I rather have, you're darn right I'd rather have the one that has us walking away looking like the knight in shining armor. But as an athlete, truly, very, very seriously, that doesn't do S-H-I-T for me. Like, as someone who is a competitor, you know good and well, like, if you had to be kicked out of a situation, you would not be sitting here like, well, doggone, we were America's team in this moment. Like, hell no, nah, I'd be pissed. But you know what? And, and this is this is what I would do if I was them. I wouldn't have flew home afterwards. I wouldn't have flew home. This is exactly what I would have did. I would have went ahead and... um as soon as we got kicked out, I would have said, all right, how many guys that we got that don't have to quarantine? Actually, guys in quarantine. Come on out. We're about to prove the uh, – we're about to show a really good point to the NCAA. I need 28 tickets, please. And I, if I was Elliot Avon, it would have been me and my 27 players, including the ones who are positive, standing there right along with the crowd like, mm, look at us. So you want to be here. a super spreader? If that is what it takes to prove to the NCA that what you're doing is a joke, absolutely. Fair point. Fair enough. Ken, absolutely. Ken Gibbs, thanks so much for your time. Can you please remind folks of where they can find you and follow your work? Okay, I'm sorry. That was a little excessive. I do not want to be a super spreader. Let's <laughs> let's dial that back. Maybe the positive guys stay in their room, but the rest of us, oh the rest of us, all the coaches and all the players. Anywho, um, you can find me on Twitter at LO underscore Wolfpack. Locked on Wolfpack is the show. You can find that wherever you're listening to this right now. You can also find my uh, personal page at TGIF underscore Kenton. Just be warned. There is more than just sports on there because Kenton is more than just a sports analyst. There we go. Well, appreciate y'all's time. And if you want any more news or updates, please hit up the Locked On Today podcast. They give you so much good stuff. Peter Bukowski hosts the show with the help of our local experts to give you up to 20 minutes a day. Listen, the Los Angeles Clippers are back in the game. They are trying to do big things. Get more of the sports news you need in less time. Follow the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Thanks so much for your time yet again. We can't wait to have you back next time. We're going to be talking with Tyler Aki about the ACC Big Ten Challenge up coming up tomorrow. So don't want to miss that as well. Until next time. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh